This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1542. Do you know English like the back of your hand? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. How do you consume information? Today we show you new English ways to say that you are taking something in. Learn how to talk about this as a great conversation starter or to comment on your own learning today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle. How's it going today? Hey, Lindsay. I'm good. How are you? Oh, well, it's all good. It's all good. I get to podcast with you and that is a good thing. So feeling good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> we have yeah. a lot of fun on here, guys. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good gig. Um, yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah. Well, today we're, uh, we have another question. Uh, we had a question, uh, recently from Miho, um, mm-hmm. about rabbit holes, right? So that was, uh, episode 1537, which was business, English, and bunnies. What do they have in common? <laughs> Remember that one, Lindsay? That's a great title. I love that one. I love yeah, that one. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. So are we going even further down the rabbit hole then with this question today, Michelle? What are we doing? Well, we are going further down the rabbit hole of Miho's message, right? Because <laughs> Miho asked a second question. So I guess you could say we're going down the rabbit hole. But guys, <laughs> listen to that question, at least to that episode 1537, because Miho is asking some incredible questions. Thank you, Miho. Oh my gosh, um, yes. And uh, so we are going to get into the second one today. So yeah. thanks for those questions. Make sure and you lis- listen to that other episode 1537. I know, guys, we love your questions. Okay, so yeah. this is what it's all about. It's about you guys. It's about what you want to learn. So don't hesitate. Send me an email lindsay at allersenglish.com and ask your question. Don't be shy. We want to hear from you guys. Okay, cool. Definitely. Please, please do. So, Lindsay, do you want to read the question okay. for us? Here we go. So, the question is, uh, Miho was quoting something she said, she heard, right? So, she heard the word digestive or easy to digest when someone explained when someone's uh, something is difficult. Difficult concepts are easy to understand. Is it common? I kind of like this expression and I want to try to use it too. Thanks and have a great weekend. So she wants yeah. to know how to use this idea of dig- digesting something when something becomes easier to understand, Michelle. Right? Right, right, right. Exactly. So yeah, I, I'm excited about this topic. I thought this was definitely a really good question. So Miho, we are going to get it into it in just a second. But before yeah. that, guys, if you want to know your fluency level, 
Yes. We Mm -hmm. are here for you. We can help. How can we do that, Lindsay? Well, we've designed this quiz, guys. It's quite simple. It takes you a couple minutes. Take the quiz and get your fluency score. You know, someone at an 80% fluency level would probably understand this term, how to, you know, the idea of something being easy to digest, not in the sense of food, but in the sense of a concept. Okay, so Mm -hmm. find out what your fluency score is. Is it 50%, 65%, or 80%? Go to allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So this is a good one. So yeah, I don't, she, she Miho is asking about digestive. I don't really yeah. hear people say digestive, Lindsay, do you? Not so much. Not so much, but easy to digest. Yes. Or digestible. Yes. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, I mean, to digest something, that's what happens when, you know, you eat food and your body is taking in this food and it's going through Mm -hmm. your system. That's what it means to digest something, right, Lindsay? Exactly, exactly. But we do use this in ways beyond food. And that's why I'm excited that Miho asked this question because it shows that her fluency level is high because she's asking about how to use things in a non-literal way. And that's a big deal. Right. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. Because we have, I mean, there are so many words in the English language. We could do another episode on this. We could do a series on this, I'm sure, where it means one thing, but then it has more of like a metaphorical meaning that is used all the time. Exactly. Exactly. But today we'll get into this. You're right. We could do a whole series on it, on metaphors, uh, non-literal stuff, how to up your level in English. But let's get into digestion today. Let's let's do it. <laughs> let's digest this topic. Okay, good one. Okay, so uh, we're gonna, you know, there we use it in a couple ways, and this is the main one that we're, you know, gonna talk about because I think that's what Miho's referring to. So yeah, so digest, digestible. I mean, this is about understanding something, mm-hmm. or you know, like kind of changing something from the moment you see it or read it or hear it, and it goes into your head. And you develop your thoughts and then you understand it or form an opinion or whatever it is. But so instead of like your digestion, like based on your stomach, right, (laughs) it's really more about this concept of understanding, right, Lindsay? Yeah, just like food goes into your stomach down through your intestines, right? The the information goes into your head and goes to your heart and your mind in in one way or another, right? Do you get it or do you not get it? How do you consume? We also use the word consume to to say Mm. to take in information, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, you know what? That would actually be a cool episode idea, Michelle. We could do an episode on all the food words that signify taking in information like binge, right? Binge Ah. watch, uh, consume, digest. I mean, we could do a whole episode on that one. That would be cool. For sure. I just typed it, guys. Have you heard typing? I'm sorry about that, but I that's very clever. Very good. Okay, I love it. it. Okay, Michelle. So let's give some examples then. All right. So the first one is, I know this is tough news, but it will be easier to digest if you take a night to collect your thoughts. Mm, Okay. So what are we trying to say here? Has this been like sad news or just a lot of information or what? It could be, it could really be either, right? Just something that's like intense, right? Okay, okay. So like not just something, you know, not something like, oh, hey, Lindsay, it's raining tomorrow, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. it wouldn't be something about that. It's, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it is bad news or just like, you know, some, something, I mean, tough, Surprising. something that you don't want to hear. 
unexpected, yeah. right? Changes your right. life, something like that. Yeah, for sure. Exactly, exactly. Or what's another example? Lindsay? This is a common way that we use this, right? Talking about the format of the information you're taking in. So for example, guys, write this one down. The book was not easy to digest, so I found it frustrating to read. This mm. makes me think a lot of our blog posts. We try to make our blog posts very easily digestible and like mm. using bullet points and quotes and indentations and things like that. I bet we could still do better, uh, but we try to do it because it's so hard to read big blocks of text. Nobody does it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. If you get to like giant things, like, oh my gosh, you got to really commit to reading oh. something for a long time. Oh, it's so hard. That's why I like when I go on a blog and it has that progress bar that goes across as I read oh. down the post. I like that actually. It's quite yeah. satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or another or another example is this information will be more digestible if you write it down and review it later. Yeah, this makes me think actually of attending conferences because I feel like I've been drinking from a fire hose when I finish a conference. Do you feel that way when you go to a big conference? Yeah, it's, you kind of mm-hmm. yeah. You have to yeah. like go through all of your information at the end, business cards, you know, oh, like, oh my God, it's so exciting and it's fun, but, and you feel so inspired, but you yeah. come back and you're like, what do I do? Cause I learned so <laughs> much. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. It's so true. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, I love that feeling, but yeah, you also, it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit, in, it's a little bit intense. Yeah, it's intense for sure. Absolutely. Find out what your fluency score is. Are you at 50% fluency, 65%, or 80% fluency? Get your score now with our simple quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so what else, Michelle? Do we have one more example? Let's do one more. You want to read it, Lindsay? If you, yeah, here it is. I will be able to digest more of the information if you use pictures to explain it as well as talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a presentation, right? Right, right, right. And also like what kind of learner you are, right? Mm. So, you know, sometimes people are more auditory. They just can hear things. Sometimes people are more visual. True, um, true. So mm-hmm. that will kind of you know, depend, like that will help you digest things depend if you have it in the right learning style. Um, yeah. But Lindsay, this is about, you know, understanding something, picking it up. I mean, yeah. Lindsay, what do you do when you need to digest something difficult? So like maybe either a lot of information or something complicated, like what do you do to make it easier on yourself? I mean, maybe this is about how you study things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I try to eliminate my distractions uh, so that I'm just focusing on that one thing because that makes it even harder mm-hmm. if I have if I'm learning online through a course and I have 15 tabs open, plus the thing is yeah. hard to consume. <laughs> um, and then I, I find it useful to write down what I hear as I hear it. So I'm both hearing and I'm writing. Um, uh-huh. yeah. So that's how I do it. And then explaining it to someone else is always a really good way to really solidify that yes. information. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
That's, yeah. that's to me always the best one. Like mm-hmm. I actually remember, you know, times where I've explained something to somebody else and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I get it in a different way, guys. So, so I mean, yeah. guys, this might be a good study strategy for you as well, right? Just explain this to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so are there other ways, Michelle, that we could talk about learning something or getting information into our minds? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I love this one. So this is more about knowing something or maybe you're trying okay. to learn something. Um, mm. But the expression is like the back of my hand. Uh, what is that? Lindsay, do you use that one? Oh, yeah. This is a classic. Yeah, this is, this very is a common. classic. Yeah. I remember hearing this when I was a kid, too. So to know something like the back of your hand means you know it so well. It could be anything. It could be <clears throat> material. Maybe you're a PhD in literature and you know it so well. Everything has ever been written by William Shakespeare. You know it like the back of your hand. Or what else, Michelle, could you know like the back of your hand? I mean, you could know a neighborhood like the back of your hand. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, like, oh, I know the Upper West Side like the back of my hand. So that's another mm-hmm. another way you could mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, that's a good example. Knowing a city. Right. So a lot of things yeah. could be like this a neighborhood, a city, uh, a book. Um, yeah. So not so much. Would you say that about knowing a person? That's a good question, um, isn't it? I don't feel like I would use it in that way no. necessarily, but I don't think I. Oh, I know. Mm. Um, maybe. I mean, like, if you if now now I'm changing my mind. If like yeah. you said, oh, how do you think she's gonna react or something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, I know her like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna be totally cool with this, you know? Yeah, I guess you could you could say that. Uh, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. I think of information or like a map, for example, a neighborhood. But I suppose you could say to express you know someone well. You could. It's okay, guys. You can say it. (laughs) (laughs) We've ruled that it's okay. Not that, uh, not not as usual, (laughs) not as common, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Uh, The next one is to get a grasp of something, right? Mm -hmm. So to get a grasp of something, it's like that idea of like actually grasping, holding something. Um, yep. It, to understand it, right? So she explained it so I could get a good grasp of the material before the presentation. Yeah. I also say to get a grasp on something. Um, mm. I guess it's interchangeable, the of or the on in that case. But the whole point is the idiom there. To get a grasp means literally grasp. physically to grasp something. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And Hold then what's the, what's the last one, Lindsay? To make sense of something, right? She, mm-hmm. she didn't understand at first, but I made sense of it for her by breaking down the main bullet points one by one, okay, to make sense of it. Yeah. Perfect. And we continue to do this throughout our lives, it's not just something that we do when we're a kid in school, right? We learn new things as adults too, and we have to make sense of them. And they get oh. more complicated. <laughs> the things All we the learn. time. All the time. We have to make sense of things. We have to digest things. We have to learn things by the back of our hands, or we have to get a grasp, right? All of exactly. these for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Do we have a role play today, Michelle? We do. We do. I'm so glad you asked. Um, and in this role play, Lindsay, you are you are really good at math. I don't, are you good at math? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So but I'll pretend. You, but here you are trying to teach me a concept in math. Okay, cool. So do you get it? Uh, no. I, I really can't seem to get a grasp of how X equals 32. Look here. That's a decimal point here. I think it will be easier to digest if we start with a clean sheet of paper. Throw that one out. Okay. Hey, thanks for trying to make sense of this for me, Lindsay. No problem. I love math. I know this stuff like the back of my hand. 
Like the back yeah. of my hand. <laughs> the back of my hand. You got to say it like that, right? You got to say it like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we're. it sounds like we're doing a little algebra, right? Yes. Or trigonometry or something cool like that. So fun. Something Good awesome. memories of math class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I said I can't seem to get a grasp of how X equals 32. <laughs> yeah. I can't yep. understand it, basically. Yeah. And then I said here, I think it will be easier to digest if we start with a clean sheet of paper. So you're going to consume it. You're going to take it in a bit more clearly. That's what I think. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And I then I thank you. I said, thanks for trying to make sense of this for me. Yeah. And then I said, no problem. I know this stuff like the back of my hand. I don't know why we have that intonation. Certain I don't either. Well, because we it's just a, such a silly. <laughs> it's an old. It's an old phrase, right, right. guys? So if you so say that, you'll probably bring a smile to whatever whoever you're speaking to. If they're a native speaker, just the fact that you know that it's just very natural, you know. Yes, 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 yes. It's true. It is kind of a funny one. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, Miho, again, thank you for this question. And, you know, today we've kind of talked about study styles and we've talked about ways to express that. I mean, Lindsay, what else do you want to leave our listeners with today? Mm, yeah, I think this is really good to talk about how you learn, right? How you take yeah. in information. It's another great conversation topic, guys, that you can open up with someone. You know, a few a few days ago, we talked about coffee being a great way to start a conversation. So is this, how you learn things, right? Yes. Everyone could relate. Everyone has a way that they learn best. So you're not going to get any blank stares if you open up this conversation with natives. Right, right, right. Actually, now that brings me to another episode idea about like how to tell someone that you need something explained in a certain way because you're that kind of learner that would be great for our listeners that'd be great i love it let's do that yes all right i gotta write that one down too so i gotta go before (laughs) i forget all of these ideas you gotta write it down you gotta go you gotta go but guys before we go go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score and take your quiz. You'll be done with it in less than a minute and you'll know your fluency score, right? You 50%, 65 or 80% and then you'll get you'll get resources for your level. So good. So good. Fantastic. Awesome. Lindsay, thanks for hanging out for with me today. <laughs> thanks for hanging out for me today. I had to <laughs> end it on that note. All right. Anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Michelle. Good to hang out with you and <laughs> bye, I will Lindsay. see you in the next one. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.